Hi, you're listening to Andrew Farris on NXS Access All Areas with Hayden and B. Check it out. Welcome to Annexos Access All Areas. My name is Bee and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my Annexos nerd Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums and oh so much more. Well, hello, welcome to NXS Access All Areas, episode 53, as we dive deep into the legacy of this awesome band, engage a community and help them get towards the immortal rock hall of fame. Bridget, not B. (laughs) (laughs) Queen B, how are you? I just moved my microphone over. I forgot to get myself into position there. Um, I'm um, okay. How has your NXS week been? How's my excessive week been? Um, I've been working very hard, patrons, to yep. get these um, these audio tapes that Peter Tolusi gave me. Yes. I've enjoyed every minute of going over these tapes, and they yep. went out literally... Today? Half an hour ago, yeah. I got so, mine today, so I was very happy. Us? Yeah, yes. yeah. I, I, uh, uh, I, was, I was hoping I might, you know, get one. I, you know, I'm not a patron, but... Uh, I was very glad to receive one from uh, from yourself. So thank you for sending one to me. So for those who are uh, maybe listening to this podcast series a little bit out of order uh, two weeks ago, um, probably one of our biggest download podcasts I think we've ever had, uh, we were able to share two live concerts that were uh, taped and recorded by a gentleman called Peter Toulouse, uh some 42 years ago approximately, yeah. um, and able to play some tracks from those. And look, some have been available on YouTube, but we're able to get a, a little bit of a, a production betterment with ours and uh, access to Peter and his wisdom for, for doing all of that, B. Yeah, it's been really good fun. Thank you, Peter, for that. And I hope you enjoy them too. Yeah. So one of the advantages of being a patron is uh, we will give you access to special content and things like that. But uh, uh, look, last week's recap, B, uh, you got the sin. Uh, good picture that you put out there of Michael on the motorbike, an original sin. Yeah, that we didn't was a talk screenshot. Much. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we didn't talk much about the video last week. I mean, I no. guess the plan was to talk about the song, but... I guess as a follow-up, the video really sort of accompanies the uh, sort of the the, the song pretty well. Um, I know we didn't rate the video super high compared to the others, but it's a bit like comparing, you know, Mount Kilimanjaro to Mount Everest. I mean, they're all pretty good, aren't they? They are. Oh, I, I like that video actually, even though I said I did it in the last <laughs> in our top five. It's yeah. uh, it's it's good. It's got a good flavour to it, and like you say, they're really getting into it, aren't they as well? Yeah. I think the close-up shot of Michael at the start with the the, the head wobble and the, you might, dun, dun, you know, uh, I think that was... And was, the masks and all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, look, it was interesting to sort of be able to go through that sort of deep dive on a song. Uh, I think we spent about 30 minutes talking about a five-minute song. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just wondering whether listeners uh, have gone back and played it a little bit this week and listening to it with a different sort of lens on it after after our podcast. Yeah, I got a lot of feedback about it. A lot of people have enjoyed that episode, but the one before that they enjoyed even more. Though I must admit <laughs> that I, I that was incredible the amount of downloads we had for um, the raw and rare episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, look, you know, one of the things we try and do, and I always say it, Neil, every week, we try to take you back into a place where we all weren't at the time. And um, I guess in that instance there, it was 1979 and 1980 at uh, two uh, sweaty pub hotel venues in uh, Sydney. And uh, listening to some of the tracks and the songs there, you could sort of start to sort of get an idea of where In Excess's uh, sort of sound, um, you know, commenced and was being shaped at the time. And, um, yeah, obviously we went into the uh, original Sin uh, deep dive last week, which is probably one of their sort of top 12 iconic songs, if if I can use that word. I mean, everyone has their favourites and different songs, but in terms of iconic songs in their sort of arsenal, um, you know, as I said last week, that song's got a lot of things going on and it was a real career changer for them. It's, it was a song that really took them international in terms of access to, as I said, Noel Rogers and uh, touring and into Europe with the number one in France as it was. And um, even though it didn't chart highly in America, it's still, uh, you know, from a song point of view and a quality song point of view, um, charts don't always measure the song, so to speak. Yes. Well, I'm glad you concur with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, moving along, uh, I guess we are going to welcome our patrons, which we do every week, but a uh, special sort of shout out. We have a new patron that we would like to just introduce to start off with who has been kind enough to join as a Silver Club member, uh, which B, I guess, what are the Silver Club benefit services that uh, our new patron in England is going to be getting? And, and first of all, what's his name that would like Yes, to- yes. Hello to Martin Norton from the UK. Um, it's really nice when people do send us emails when they have become a patron so we just get a little bit of an idea where you're from yep. and what you like and yep. how long you've been a um a uh, an excess fan for um yep. martin you are a silver which means that you'll be able to enter all our competitions from now on but we haven't yep. had one for a while have we no, well, obviously that uh, gives us a reason to do so. I mean, I've had some auctions and, you know, we've had uh, some uh, uh, prior competitions about up to about three weeks ago, but uh, it probably doesn't mean we need to start putting our heads together about more prizes and things that we can we can share, um, which is which is pretty good. And I guess, you know, for uh, for Martin as well, uh, that's a good English name, Martin Norton, Martin isn't it? Martin Norton. Very British. Very. Uh, but Martin probably also gets access to our Zoom calls and yes. uh, it looks likely that over the next... Uh, couple of weeks we will do our next international zoom call uh with newer patrons some of our more experienced patrons and uh we probably would love to get somewhere between seven to ten people on and just have a bit of a a, a chin wag about our favorite band uh mm-hmm. so uh martin may uh get an invitation to that as well like some other newer patrons uh have and shall uh but i guess over to you b as we welcome them all aboard okay i'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway Let's all say hello to everybody outside, to about 10,000 people at least. Hello. And a massive hello to Nick Egan and Mark Opitz, and Sue D, Joe Robbins, Paul Boozy, Pedro, Lisa Urban, Foxy, Felicia, Sarah Markram, Laurie, Carmen, Matt Dean, Mandy, Linda, Danielle, Dr. Jim, Amanda, Leon, David, Sarah Akamia, Melissa, Anne-Marie, Lisa Calloway, Lisa McIntosh, Katie, Carrie-Anne, Vern, Caroline, Paul Jolie, Sandrine, Tracy, Tony, Warren, Sue B, Sue P, Amanda, Ella, Ryder, Erica, Abigail and Martin. 
All right. Well, uh, this week's episode, we'd love to give a bit of a teaser before the uh, the NXS news of the week about the topic of uh, the week. And uh, this week's topic is the soundtracks of our lives. So uh, NXS have uh, done fantastic in their career and having their songs uh, licensed into uh, major movies and films, etc. cetera. Um, obviously, they've just uh, gone into a lot of TV shows over the journey. Uh, and we just put a bit of a, uh, I guess, a, a message out on last week's podcast for uh, any of our listeners or, or patrons to uh, send in uh, any memorable moments where they've heard in excess on film or in film uh, or on TV, which um, I guess, uh, B, we were absolutely overwhelmed. So uh, with replies. overwhelmed, my yeah. goodness. Um, keep up. We are, we're going to probably mention as many people today who sent us feedback as well, just to acknowledge yes. um, your fan engagement as well, because uh, you make the podcast tick and uh, we got some really interesting uh, you know, messages in. I'm thinking, oh, they were in that show. Uh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. They were in that show. Oh, that it's song, cool. you know. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and even people got to the extent where it was like, it was series two, episode nine, <laughs> one, one hour, 16 minutes in. And I was like, what? Cool. More geeky than you. We've got some, yeah, absolutely geeky than oh. me. We had some real time coders out there, B, that, uh, <laughs> time coding where to find the song. So, you know, bugger the rest of the movie, just fast forward to the, uh, <laughs> the in excess part. So, um, look, we hope to, uh, as I said, dive deep a bit on that. And uh, I guess there was a, a lot more on the list than I anticipated because um, I guess, especially in the last few years, um, you know, licensing sort of band songs and different things uh, has become even more popular as a revenue stream for bands and, uh, you know, with record sales, I guess, globally diminishing, they have to find different revenue streams. So, um, uh, and it's not cheap to get a song from a band and putting it in your show, but um, no. it's definitely a worthy revenue stream for, for bands who create greatness, such as NXS. Yes. All right. What's the time for, B? It's time for the news. Hi, it's Dave from England, and you're listening to NXS Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the news. All right, B. Well, it's chart time. Is our first stop in uh, news of the week, uh, the very best of, which is something that uh, we acknowledged last week had had a bit of a resurgence. It went up from, uh, I guess, the high forties to number twenty-six. Little bit of a deduction this week. Uh, I can see you grimacing, but it's not terrible, but it is meaningful. So it has gone back from 26 to 38. Ooh. So any uh, goldfish out there who don't have a copy, uh, any uh, pretzels who haven't bought a copy, um, any ants, uh, any uh, snails in your garden who don't have a copy, do yourself a favour, gardeners, and get, <laughs> even get those particular people their copy, uh, and that'll Work be good. colleagues, get huh? their presents. Work colleagues. Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, but a uh, little bit of news uh, with Andrew. Uh, we mentioned last week that his album has you know, sort of slipped out of the top 40, so we are on a bit of a campaign to lobby everybody to do that. And uh, I'm going to put my hand up, B, and be very honest. I haven't got the album yet. Ooh, but I guarantee you in the next seven days I'm going to go buy it. And you better. My, 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 what do they say, mouth where your money is or your money where your mouth is or whatever. I've got two copies. No, I'll go buy a fresh copy and help the ARIA charts and things like that. So um, yeah. 
But I heard uh, a little bit of a snippet of that song. Uh, was it My Rock or whatever you put oh, on? Oh, it good. Well, like they it. had a, like a Rolling Stones thing going. Yeah, I saw I a review recently and I was going, that sounded pretty good. That was a bit more up my alley. Yeah, so really I'm good. I'm looking my forward top. to listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Andrew's single, though, Run Baby Run, is in the top five, though, which uh, I guess is a positive uh, in the country charts. Um uh, great film clip, as we've said. If you haven't downloaded it or YouTubed it or whatever, do so. Uh, it's a bit weird that you, there's a top five country song, yet the album's slipped out of the chart. So um, hopefully that rebounds uh, soon and maybe another single uh, shall come out. Um, also to a news, speaking of all things, Farris, Andrew's daughter, Grace, has just released yeah, an album this week. Yeah, I see. So, uh, Showing you know, her bottom. What's that? Well, okay, yeah. Did you well, notice that? What's look, that she looked very about? glamorous on the photo, on the photo shoot. Um, had a bit of a sort of Lana Del Rey sort of look about it. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I, I won't sit here and say go buy it because I haven't uh, listened or I can't endorse something I haven't really listened to uh, properly. Although I've just made a dick of myself because I just said that about Andrew. But I have heard all the singles and I have heard a lot of the tracks through just um, uh, file sharing and things with you. Aren't you? Yeah. Yes, yeah. but we did have a couple of her songs come up recently a couple of months ago well look the thing is i hope the acorn Ooh, doesn't nice. drop far from the tree and she has a sense of melody and a sense of mm. abilities and i'm sure she has um yes. but uh we wish her well and uh you know it might be something that i'll go down and buy at the same time and invest in the farris uh, family connection and uh, maybe we maybe we have another week where we've got a John Lennon, Julian Lennon thing. Remember last week we talked about Saltwater? Yeah. Uh, in our... Uh, you uh, think she's going to sound like Andrew? I, I well, know. maybe not quite. Uh, <laughs> but there might be a sense of melody and things mm. that she's in, she's inherited in the gene. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, also a little bit of news. Uh, John Stevens is touring up in Mildura. And we do know we have a few patrons in that area and people living in that area. Uh, Mildura is uh, the sort of top northwest of the state of Victoria, which is, uh, I guess, the state that I live in, uh, and Melbourne particularly here. Uh, Good tea. Huh? Good tea. Good tea. Well, look, uh, Mildura is about six hours from Melbourne. It's actually technically closer to Adelaide, but um, John's going to be touring up there, and I think uh, tickets are released on May 24. He's playing on July the 3rd. Um, again, in the in the major cities, he's, he's te- uh, teaming up with Boom Crash Opera, who were a big band in the late 80s, early 90s here in Australia. Um, so that promises to be a, a pretty good uh, night out. Um, I know you'll hear half in excess tracks with John and half Noiseworks tracks and things. So uh, I think he's had really good reviews on his tour. Um, and again, we want to highlight for those in regional Victoria that that gig is happening. And if anyone uh, goes, let us know. We'd love to know, wouldn't we? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, also, too, B, I think I uh, mentioned to you this week, and I don't know whether you saw it, but uh, there's a new In Excess Facebook page for the theatre production, the show. That- <gasps> I did see that. I forgot all about yeah. that. Yeah, did yeah. you send me that? I, you asked me to send it, and then I just didn't really know you, how you to just, really find it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, that's but I saw I this thing it. when I was Googling. I was like, oh, NXS Facebook page. Let theater. me Facebook it now. So there's yeah. only about 200 people that were liking yeah. it at the time. So I think the gentleman, Michael uh, Castle, who put together Hamilton and a lot of the sort of bigger international productions, had teamed up with Chris before, unfortunately, Chris passed away. But it seems like there's definitely things in, in the works with that particular, you know, production. And the facts are now they've set up a Facebook page and uh, working on this particular, uh, you know, theatre production uh, and uh, and building sort of momentum is obviously an encouraging thing. Um, 
uh, I think interestingly, B, when it does make it to a musical, um, uh, it'll be it'll be sort of quite unique as to the way they structure the songs, etc. Um, many many years ago, I went to a theatre production in Broadway in New York, and essentially it was a Billy Joel one, but they had. Uh, a guy sort of in a mezzanine level playing the piano and singing all the songs. Oh, nice. And, and then down sort of on the main stage, they had actors who were sort of acting and dancing all things to those songs within a sort of a, a narrative. And it was sort of quite cleverly put together. Um, mm. And I guess, uh, you know, in this instance here, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, it comes about or what they do, whether it's like a unique story with an excess songs as a backdrop and they weave them in or, or how they yeah. structure it. But I think they've got a, a pretty good guy, Michael uh, Castle there, who's um, sort of spearheading the uh, development of the project. Yeah, because it won't be like a personal thing about their lives. It'll be a, a story, yeah, no, I'd say. You know, oh, look, I mean, we, we love the band and all that sort of stuff and the miniseries has been out, et cetera, there. But, um, you know, th- they probably didn't sort of, you know, penetrate and uh, like Queen did, for example, with the We Will Rock You one. Even that was probably not just really just Queen or even... Um, uh, oh, there's, there's been a few of those sort of productions things, but look, I, I guess there's some versatility and things around, but I think getting good people in these things is probably, probably the yeah. key, key thing. Yeah. Um, Cause he also, did Matilda, didn't he? The actual producer. I mean, that look, is I think for lots of, lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, Chris Murphy was always good at aligning, you know, himself with the best of the best. So, mm. um, people, you know, laughed him when he said he'd get in excess back to number one. He did. People laughed at him when he said he'd do a mini series and no one he would spruik for to buy it. Uh, they did. Um, so I think, uh, you know, if Chris's one last legacy is this theatre production, you know, kudos to Chris. Kudos. Um, also too, just a quick thing, B, I was just doing a bit of a list throughout the week, uh, because, um, I, uh, well, I think we got contacted by a, a band in America, a tribute band called Devil Inside. Oh, yes, on we Twitter. did. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, this is a cover band. I said, oh, great. You know, thanks for listening. Uh, we do a lot of things with, uh, tribute bands. We acknowledge, you know, what they're doing and touring. He goes, look, we just started like a week or a month ago, uh, as the tribute band. I said, well, look, you know, we'll, we'll give you a mention on our next podcast. And, uh, like anything, you know, if you send us through your dates and things like that, we have quite a listeners across America. And if we can help you get more people to your gigs or promote your situation, yeah. uh, we're all about, you know, sharing the, the NXS live covers experience. Um, uh, and then I started counting and looking in my notes and I've gone, just, just for those who are unaware, there's, there's Devil Inside, which is a tribute band. There's another one called uh, Live Baby Live. Uh, there's another one called In Excess Tribute Show. There's the, Inex- uh, sorry, there's the Kick Experience in America. Uh, I think in Australia, there's Original Sin. Uh, there's two In Excessives. <laughs> there's Don't Change. And also there's the Australian In Excess Show. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, I think there's... And Taste It, sorry, Taste It in the UK. Yeah, uh, and there's, there's, a, there's a couple in um, Italy as well. Yeah, and, and the one there's one in Perth, I think, What You Need, uh, the yeah. guys in Perth. So, you know, I, I guess it's it's exciting that anywhere around the planet at a different time, you know, the music's resonating and it's only growing. I, I reckon 10, 15 years ago, there's probably one or two tribute bands, but um, it's definitely emerging, which is which is awesome. Where are the Devil's Inside boys from? The Devil Inside? Uh, look, I don't quite know what state. I think it was somewhere in the sort of Midwest, I think, so I'd have to check. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I just said, look, keep in contact with us. We'll, we're more than happy to, um, as I said, you know, post uh, or promote or whatever there. Uh, it's just so good that our fans, can, not our fans, but the In Excess fans can go out to all these tribute bands now around the world. 
Well, he Karen Peters has booked a return trip to <laughs> Devil Inside. So, so uh, she's had a rumour that uh, Blair might be making an appearance there. Uh, so, Karen, uh, kudos to you. Uh, fantastic. Um, all right, a couple of little bits of news. I want a bit, big heli, uh, happy birthday to uh, Kirk Beachley's uh, wife, uh, Lane Beachley. Uh, good old Kirk, Kirkster Beachley. Uh, Lane had a birthday this week, so big shout out to you, Lane. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, I do like Lane's little sort of, you know, you know, power videos and, you know, self-help stuff. And there was one the other day where she was showing how to stand up on a surfboard and just the, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. So uh, keep keep the videos coming, uh, Lane. We do like them. Uh, hope Kirk's okay and sort of uh, I know he's retreated into uh, media war research mode. Uh, <laughs> just just, just let, him, let him know when he's about to come out of hibernation. The <laughs> media awards team shall be definitely monitoring uh, and seeing any any Kirkster, saxophone, special appearances, uh, headshots, whatever it might be, we, we will be monitoring. Um, and lastly, just a couple of little things. There's a couple of podcasts I want to give acknowledgement to. Uh, when I put our one on last week, B, underneath it, there was a podcast called Rock Talk uh, by a guy called Mitch Lafon, a uh, Canadian podcast. Uh, and he had a guy that was sort of sharing or co-hosting with him, a guy called Alan Niven. Now, Alan Niven, for those who may know, was the band manager of Guns N' Roses. Oh. And they had Andrew on as a guest. Um, uh, but there was an interesting anecdote from Alan about uh, meeting Andrew Farris uh, on an aeroplane after Guns N' Roses were being obnoxious idiots at the big festival that they were supporting in excess with. So... Put it this way, I think Guns N' Roses warmed up, NXS were on next, and uh, there was a bit of heated altercation between uh, NXS's road crew and Alan. And, uh, oh. yeah, interesting story. I'll let the listeners uh, dive deep. So Ooh. on Spotify, underneath our podcast, you might see it. It's called uh, uh, Rock Talk with Mitch Lafon. And it was, uh, and it was, this one was December 2020, so it is about four months old. Mm. And Andrew's just come on to talk as well. Uh, and the very last thing with another podcast is one called the Humans of Music podcast. I think it's a Perth podcast. It was out recently and Andrew got on that particular one. Uh, so, again, you know, there's a lot of sort of um, stuff out there for the community if they want. He likes his podcast, doesn't he, old Andrew? He does. He does. We'll, we'll see if he's worthy enough to be coming on to ours soon. Worthy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll just see if we can squeeze him in. <laughs> you, you'd like that. <laughs> sure. Well, look, I mean, we may have to get him to chat to uh, two of our honorary patrons in uh, mm. uh, Mark Opitz and uh, Nick Egan. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Nick, I, sh- I should call you first. Nick Egan and Mark Opitz, uh, who are our honorary. So uh, maybe Andrew puts a good word into you. We'll see what we can do. Uh, we will be getting Nick and Mark on soon uh, for the Live Baby Live, which is only about five, six weeks away from oh, the 30th, my goodness. 30th year anniversary. And I think... As I said, we're going to be sort of having that interview hopefully very close to the date. Um, yeah. Why? Because we, I think there'll be quite a bit of media around this particular um, yes. event at the time, being 30 years since Wembley. And who knows? There could be another Ducks edition coming out or something <laughs> yeah. like that. We just found a guitar riff in uh, By My Side that was an add-on or something. Uh, we'll all go buy it. <laughs> uh, we all were getting bored it for Lately that came on to the last oh, edition. but that uh, good. Yeah, it's only about five, six weeks till the uh, 30th year anniversary. Awesome. Makes us feel feel old, B. Makes us feel like we need an operation, doesn't it? I had the feeling you were going to bring that up. Hey, hey, in two weeks' time, you better shoot from the hip again, okay? (laughs) We best tell people what you're talking about now. Okay, in excess news, B's going in for a hip operation in about seven days' time. 
there could be a, there is a rumor we may miss a podcast because of recovery. Yeah. <laughs> My I've fault. Said, I've, I've said B from the operating theater. I'll get the speakers in. We'll uh, we we can do a deep dive literally uh, while you're having the operation. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so bear with me, everybody. I am hoping that I will be up and shooting from the hip and yep. be with you all. But um, if if not, go listen to some old podcasts of what we put out. <laughs> That might be the busiest news of the week, and uh, I think it's the first time we've actually uh, put yourself in news of the week, but uh, that's a wrap. Hi, this is Ella from Middleburg, the Netherlands. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and Dee, and now it's time for the topic of the week. Topic of the week time, uh, we're talking uh, soundtracks, uh, whether it's movies or TV or even the odd ad jingle, uh, B, we might have mentioned, but uh, In Excess have licensed a lot of songs out or had a lot of um, requests over their career to uh, attach some of their music to movies, which uh, have been significant over their, you know, 30, 40 year career and uh, are still getting uh, licensed into various sort of uh, uh, movies and TV shows internationally. Um I guess we put the feelers out to our uh, very, very loyal uh, community to share in uh, some of their experiences or memories of, of uh, hearing in excess uh, on a TV show or a movie. Uh, pretty cool when it comes up sometimes, be unexpected, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It really makes you like stand up and go and be yeah. proud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's been some occasions there where, you know, I know for myself particularly, I was, I was just like pretty pumped. Um, uh, whereas, I, well, where's that come from? Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're going to probably cite some of the people who were kind enough to uh, engage Ooh. with us uh, over the course of uh, the last seven days. Yeah. Uh, and just sort of reminisce a little bit about, uh, you know, what movie it was in, what TV show. Um, how to fit the narrative uh, for the show, etc. There, um, and we might we're not going to probably run everything chronologically. We're probably just going to really freestyle, uh, just different eras and periods of stuff like that, and, and just have a bit of a chit chat today, uh, oh. just about these. Um, but um, I might just throw to you first, B. Do you have a memory of a song or something from the first time you saw them in, in a movie, or yeah, that is a, a, an in excess song that stands out for you? I suppose really like when I, uh, I watched Crocodile Dundee that one time yep. and I was like, yep. I wasn't expecting it at all. Okay. Like, That's my band. That's my band. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that um, <clears throat> they, uh, for those that know, actually invested in Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee um, uh, back in those days, there were lots and lots of, um, I guess, uh, tax uh, benefits of investing in Australian cinema uh, and lots of deductions and things you can do. Um, you know, past life for me, I invested in an Australian TV show called McLeod's Daughters. Did you? Uh, I did, yeah. So um, I should have got some in excess songs in that, you know. You maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> a bit of, put a bit of Andrew out on the ranch uh, with that. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they invested in that and I think they went up to uh, some of the film filming areas and there's some photos of Michael and I think and Andrew with with uh, Paul Hogan. Yeah. Um, so that song, uh, I think it was called A Different World. Uh, yeah. And my other one was I Want to Say Coyote Ugly. Yay. No, I said <laughs> it right. <laughs> uh, 
in our very prepared pre-production meeting, B called it Ugly Coyote. And I said, well, maybe, I said, the Roadrunner agrees with that. <laughs> beep, beep. But, yeah. So uh, what song was in uh, Coyote Ugly? Do you remember? Need you tonight. Yeah. Now, for those uh, uh, probably north of 30 plus years of age uh, who did remember that movie, I think that came oh, out. Oh, it's a year, cool movie. About the year 2000. Um, and that was sort of at the bar in New York and they would dance up on the uh, on the bar, literally, wouldn't they? I just want to give a shout out to my really good friend, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 is is that part of the movie? We, we well, we we did actually get on. We did it. We recreated that oh, song okay. in a bar <laughs> one night. I thought you were giving me a quote from the movie. I'm going, I don't remember that quote, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, mm. yeah. Look, I, I think that movie did inspire a bunch of people getting up on bars. You know, sing yeah. away. Oh wow! Well, uh, yes, we did in Carnaby uh, Street, actually, in London, uh, in a really London. cool bar in Carnaby Street. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll throw a, a couple before we go to our, our loyal fans uh, and excess fans and things. Uh, one for me was Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> now, that's a pretty cool sort of, you know, time travel movie with John Cusack and things. But uh, the premise of the movie, they go back to 1986. And uh, there's this scene where it literally flashes from one scene to the next. And then it starts off with the big riff to what you need. Yeah. As one of the glamours is walking down the stairs to see everybody there. And it's just a just a great 30, 40 seconds. And it's real 1986, <laughs> uh, which is where the movie sort of has gone back to in time. So uh, that one was a little bit of a, a, a memory uh, for me, B. Good one. Yeah, uh, and speaking of 1986, uh, uh, the Pretty in Pink soundtrack that oh. uh, came out. Uh, I remember going to that uh, movie. I think it was on, might have been Queen's birthday in '86 with a couple of friends from school. And um, yeah, it was just, you know, Monday and there's no school. And uh, that song, I think, came in the opening credits. And I'm like, oh, there's my band as well. You know, yeah. they got, they got the gig on the soundtrack. And yeah. I think that soundtrack was pretty popular. Um, yeah, we talk about that song track a lot, actually, um, yeah. on the pages. And every, like, there's a couple of girls that say, Every girl needs a ducky in their life. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, that that soundtrack's great. I think it's got orchestral maneuvers in the dark with "If mm. You Leave" was the the big song, and and M-O-D. psychedelic furs do Yay. pretty in pink. Um, and then there's the ducky doing the lip syncing to uh, <laughs> I think Otis Redding, "Try a Little Tenderness" yeah. in the record store. It's I mean, a great it's, movie. It is. It is. It's fantastic. But. Um, uh, let's throw this to yourself and some of our loyal listeners and things who've uh, uh, sent in some of their sort of movies, B. Have you got a, a couple of nominations from some of our <laughs> listeners there? I just want to say a big thank you to our favourite Dutchie, being to talking yes. about Dutchie, um, yeah. Carrie Ann. Um, <laughs> Carrie Ann, have you got any that you know? She gave me the, uh, the most overwhelming list. <laughs> I was like, do you think, do you think Carrie, Carrie Ann's a fan of Wikipedia? I think so. <laughs> and you do know what? She wrote that list out very quickly. So yeah. 34. 34 yes. well, soundtracks. Oh, what my about, What about mention two for Carrie Ann movies that she mentioned? Uh, have you got a couple there we can share? Oh, where should we go? Uh, let me see. The top. It, We've already, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we've done the Dawson Creek, Elegantly that's Wasted. That's a TV show. Number, mm. Mention number five. That's an interesting one. Oh, Donnie Darko, Never Tear Us Apart. Now, do you know that movie? Is that that awful man that's like beats his... Girlfriends up. Donnie Darko, <laughs> man who beats his girlfriend up. I don't think so. No, look, it's a bit of a, 
uh, eclectic movie. It was around about 2001 uh, to young Jake Gyllenhaal. It's pretty sort of. Um, oh, it's not who I think is. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. It's pretty sort of existential type movie there. But uh, the original movie had obviously the NXS never tear us apart in, but um, the producers that couldn't get the funding to play it. Um, so they ended up actually opening the movie, the actual cinema release with Love Will Tear Us Apart oh. by Joy Division. But when they had the Redux version come out about five, six, seven years later, the these, the director's cut, because some of the movie, the first cut, didn't always make a lot of sense, but the director's cut did. They actually uh, got approval to put Never Tear Us Apart back in, which oh, sort cool. of starts the movie off. So yeah. well done, Carrie Ann. Great choice, great selection. Yeah. Um, mentioned number six of- there. Oh, yeah. I was going to say you that yeah. one. 40 Days and 40 Nights, New Sensation. Now, that's a movie, I think, with Harrison Ford and Anne Heche where they're stuck on an island in Hawaii after a plane crash. Mr. Uh, Charisma. Harrison? Yeah. Have you ever watched him get interviewed? He's boring as batshit, isn't he? He's boring as batshit. Yes, he, he is. is. He is. He is. You know what? In that movie, he crashes a plane on an island, and then about three years ago, he crashed a plane on a golf course in real life. <laughs> oh. Yeah. There was Why no do you new think sensation. So There's no new sensation playing that day. I don't no. know. He just. He just lacks energy and oomph. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yes. So New Sensation got a, a bit of a gong in that, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, what about we give her one more? Now, uh, this movie is a bit of a controversial movie. I don't remember this song being in there. Do you want to mention number seven for her? Oh, really? Monster. Yeah. That's, that might be that's... the um, Charlize Theron movie, you know, where yeah. she plays the serial killer. Yeah. Well, this probably set in the 80s, so what you need apparently is in that. So I didn't know that one. Oh. I, I will see if I can hunt that down um, yeah, and have a, have, might, a, have a listen. I might get my husband to watch it for me because it's a bit scary, isn't it? Look, it is pretty brutal. Um, mm, she did play I don't like really, stuff like that. Yeah, she did play a really good role in terms of portraying that uh, and it was a very uncanny sort of performance. But um, mm. No, she well did done. well. Did she get an Oscar for that? She did. Uh, yeah, well done so. to Carrie Ann with her militant research. <laughs> Two four. Uh, well done, top of the class. All right, B. Uh, now you've got a movie that's uh, a British sort of touristy traveling movie that uh, is one of your faves that uh, uh, is on this particular list. Do you want to share that with the listeners? Yeah, The Inbetweeners. Uh, actually, The Inbetweeners used to be a TV show which was really tongue in cheek about these young boys because, uh, who were t- teenagers going into adult life. And was, I find it quite funny myself, but I've got a very silly sense of humour. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then they brought out a movie and New Sensation, wasn't it? Yay! Yeah, no, I remember that. It's a very funny <laughs> two show. Two good very things come show. together. <laughs> yeah, and I think they had two movies. I think they, they did a sequel down in Australia, actually, mm. uh, which was quite good, but uh, good one. Um, all right, big shout-out to Felicia uh, Weary, uh, I think from Wisconsin. I think she's from Wisconsin. I think uh, you're right. She has sent uh, a really good one in. It was um, a movie called American Anthem, and we have a song here called Same Direction from Listen Like Thieves, which is a bit of an obscure one, uh, a little bit of an obscure movie. I do know of the movie. I haven't seen it, but uh, around, uh, I guess, that uh, release, I think it um, 
uh, it's, it's just down here. It's Mitch Gaylord, Janet Jones film, uh, same direction, American Anthem. Uh, so that one actually has popped up in her wheelhouse, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, also, too, she mentioned one which uh, is awesome. I remember seeing this as a, as a kid, uh, the movie called Reckless uh, with Aidan Quinn and Daryl Hannah. Uh, and uh, they had three In Excess songs on this soundtrack, oh. and it was around about 1983. Uh, and they had the one thing yeah. they had to look at you. And uh, here we go, uh, Carmen. Sole mistake. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. My fingers are going down the dartboard or the whiteboard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a really cool movie. It was sort of like a rebel, sort of tough guy comes to a new school. And um, uh, in fact, she says Daryl, Daryl Hannah. I got a feeling it was actually another girl who looked like Daryl Hannah, the girl from Footloose. But I'll go and check on that. It might not be. Oh. Yeah, there's yeah. a girl lookalike her at the time. Yeah. I think her name was Ariel, um, Ariel or whatever there. But and she um, was in Fame as well, wasn't she? Maybe, but yeah, the cello, I'll, I'll the of, cello player. Yeah, I got a feeling it's the same one. But anyway, um, but it could be Daryl Hannah. But I do know definitely it was Aidan Quinn, and there were three songs, literally from um, uh, In Excess, in that. Uh, and, uh, you know, they were all off Shabu Shabar, when, which was hitting America at the time. Uh, also for Felicia, thank you for mentioning Beverly Hills Cop 3, Keep the Peace. Yeah. Uh, that was a song, weirdly enough, that I missed at the time. I didn't. I thought it was like Make Your Peace that they put on there because it was the same year, 1993. Yeah. But it was actually a song called Keep, Keep the Peace and good film clip where they sort of um, <sighs> intersperse the, uh, the movie stuff around Disneyland. Uh, B, you're getting a bit hot in the room thinking about that film clip, aren't you? He took he, they <laughs> <laughs> look so, so good, don't Yeah, they? look, that song doesn't get a lot of airtime, but it was probably, as I said, part of that movie then and uh, part of the soundtrack and stuff. So big thank you to Felicia. Uh, I think, you know, from uh, the point of view of uh, those sort of soundtracks and things, uh, we also had Felicia's partner uh, send in some information regarding his uh, favourite sort of songs that have been in shows. Um, and a lot of the TV stuff we'll get to in a moment. So we'll mention Hussain's ones in a moment's time when we get on to TV. Uh, but could I throw a couple in uh, while we're at it? Just a couple of little uh, movie ones that are memorable for me. Okay, go on then. All right. Okay, so let me mention these ones, okay. Uh, face off. Okay, Ooh, don't cool. lose your head. Oh my goodness! Yeah. How could we forget that? Yeah. Yes. So. Um, oh, that was so epic when that came out. Yeah. Excellent. And so about proud. Ten, it's about ten minutes into the movie that song comes on, and um, you know, a good lyric, especially given the nature of the movie. And I don't think they wrote the song for the movie, but uh, given the sort of the harshness and aggression of the lyrics. Uh, but the don't lose your head and whatever there and the fact that the movie's about guys who lose their heads and swap heads or whatever there, or it's faces. Quite, it's quite a cool movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well so, acted, yeah. Yeah, so that um, it was around 97, uh, which mm -hmm. is pretty cool. I was really hoping that that movie might have helped the song, given the band an extra kick, pardon the pun, in America, but it uh, wasn't sort of to be, unfortunately, but um, that one sort of stands out. Um, also, too, there's a Wesley Snipes movie called Drop Zone. I think they jump out of aeroplanes and it's sort of a bit like a poor man's point break, but uh, The Strangest yeah. Party is in that uh, movie. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. So that movie was around 94 when The uh, Strangest yeah. Party was released. Uh, and just one more while I'm at it, there's a movie called Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. Do you know that movie? I do. A and a younger, younger Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in I that movie, uh, 
Yeah, Devil Inside is on that oh. soundtrack and gets played uh, during that particular movie, uh, which is called Rockstar. Cool. So, yeah, Some nuggets cool. you got there, mate. We're gonna have a to compile. Well. Can you can you can you get a list together for us, Mister Listman? Look, I, I think Carrie Ann's list has trumped any list that I could come up with. But I can you she... add to Carrie Ann's list and I can get the whole list out for everybody? Right. I'm okay. sure well, they'd like that. If there's a couple I tell you of... what, why don't you give your list to Carrie Ann and Carrie Ann can list it because she is really top of queen list. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking down. Woman, <laughs> we might have to go back to her list to mention a couple others here because she's I think got a, so. She's got a couple more on here. Uh, What's that? You... D train. I've never heard of that. Oh. Oh, absolutely fabulous! <laughs> the movie. Well, I had that tonight. one too. But she, has she got that as well. Yeah, she does too. Yeah, I think it's uh, Need You Tonight uh, is in that, in the Ab Fab movie and things. Uh, yeah, oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> Death Note. What's that? Death really Note. not, really not my cup of tea at well, all. It, it might be a uh, the story of an Amsterdam drug lord who's walking <laughs> down the red light district, and uh, he gives over a, a note that the uh, lady in the window doesn't agree to, and she makes him die. So it's called Death uh, Note. Okay. Yes. You- Is that right, Carrie Ann? Yes. Yash. Yash, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're really great titles. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Really want to go and see these movies, you know? They sound like Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> Be circa 2021, they go straight to DVT. Um, but uh, yeah, she's been very comprehensive. Um, there's another good movie, I think it might be a Peter Weir movie called The Way Way Back. Um, and she came up with that one as well, which was which is really cool. Uh, it is a very, very good movie. It's a uh, new sensation was in that movie, uh, which was good. And she's come up with another one on this list here that is a really good movie called uh, Take Me Home Tonight. Uh, I think it was around about 2007. It was one of those sort of uh, coming of age, Hollywood, California, you know, guy likes girl, girl doesn't like guy, girl ends up liking guy, everybody wins. Uh, so movie. So uh, Take Me Home Tonight in that movie, uh, uh, which was I've sort just, of. Oh, I've just seen one for you, mate. In well, the just quickly, can I mention women. a song in the movie? <laughs> Let me Go just mention on, the song. Sorry, I've got yeah. excited. <laughs> uh, what you need was in that movie. So I think it's sort of filmed in the eighties and things like that. And ter- not the actual movie, but it's set in the eighties, I think, as well. Um, and she's got another one as well, which is a great movie called Adventureland. Oh, where yeah. Don't change is uh, one of the ending songs in the credits for that. Uh, that's a really cool movie. I think it's got um, the girl from Twilight in it, uh, Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. and I think it's got the guy from uh, the Social Network, uh, the main. Uh, actor in that who played um, played uh, Mr. Uh, Zuckerberg. Oh okay. yeah, that's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, well done, Carrie Ann, with uh, your deep dive into movies. <laughs> but over to you. You had something you wanted to share. I, I did. I saw In the Land of Women, and they played Beautiful Girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what yeah. year was that? Look, I don't know the movie. Uh, I do know no. there was. Um, there was a movie, I think it was called Love, Drugs and something else or whatever there where Beautiful Girl was on that soundtrack. But I went to the movie and it was never played in the movie. It was, a uh, again, a Jake Gyllenhaal and I think it was the um, uh, the girl from uh, Les, Les Miserables who won the uh, uh, supporting actress uh, and played, you know, Batwoman or whatever in the, the Batman movies, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know the, the movie she's mentioned here. Uh, 2007 with Meg Ryan. Oh, okay. Well, uh, and Christian a... Stewart, um, Stewart, yeah. Oh, maybe young Christian Stewart in that one as well. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so there's obviously a really sort of good list there, you know, from some of our sort of listeners, you know, who, who have texted in. Um, I guess uh, in terms of some of the famous ones, we spoke a little bit last week about good times from the Lost Boys, but there's another great song called Laying Down the Law that um, Mark Opert shared with us about how he actually helped go right, yes. uh, where he sat in the reception area and he had to get some lyrics there and he never really got accredited. He picked up a Time magazine and said, okay, uh, <laughs> laying down a law and, you know, and all these different sort of advertorials and things. So uh, that's got a, it's a good tune with Jimmy Barnes and, 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 uh, and Michael on that, and then the vocal, sorry, the the lyric from uh, from Mark. So, just as well, Mark got some good royalties from that album. I'm because, so glad. Yes. Yeah, because uh, he's the songwriter now. He can add that to his list of achievements too. Uh, uncredited, maybe, but he's 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 the co-writer of that song, according to to, to me. Um, yeah. So uh, with good times, uh, yeah, that was a pretty big, significant song. Um, bit of an interesting stat on Good Times B. Uh, when NXS were really, you know, taking off around Wembley and around 1991 in the UK, that song Good Times actually became sort of a top 20 hit in the UK um, four years or five years after the release. Yeah. And because we had no internet in those days, we didn't really quite understand why at the time. And I think on our MTV, uh, the hosts then who, you know, like all of us didn't have information, oh, they must have just released the movie belatedly or something happened there. So maybe for our UK listeners around 1991, why did Good Times get uh, chart action some five years after sort of, you know, you know, it was around the, 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 the Listen Like Thieves album, uh, but it got released in 91 in the UK and charted, you know, I think it was February 91. So Probably when the DVD, oh, no, the... The wouldn't been a DVD then. What would it have been? It, it was something been going video. on. I've got the a video distant, release well, five years yeah. later. Well, I've got a distant memory. There was some reason there. Maybe it was maybe it was on a, a show, or maybe it was on a publication, or something there. Where there's some cross promotion or whatever. But you know, in excess, probably just come off kick and then come off X, and they were touring and mm-hmm. um, and look, there was probably a thirst for for some of their material and things like that. But there was obviously something at the time that meant that song got re-released and things. So, yeah, um, yeah that I think that song particularly, Bees, had quite a long sort of standing legacy and nearly didn't make the uh, soundtrack. Um, um, I guess initially it was made for Australian Made of the tour, but uh, then it got sort of put onto the soundtrack and, and got another life as well, uh, which is great. Great, yeah. Everybody shame. All right. Well, we've gone through a fair few movies here. I'm sure we've missed a couple and there's other things there. Um, one that just sort of hit me a moment ago was the Reckless Kelly, uh, Born to be Wild song. The says covered in 93. Uh, an Australian movie, uh, a little bit of a silly movie, but um, uh, for some people in Japan who bought Full Moon Dirty Hearts, it was the uh, uh, bonus track on that release, um, albeit in Australia. Uh, it was just more of a uh, soundtrack song for that movie. But uh, we think it's probably time to get into some TV shows, B, because based on our, our community of uh, respondents, In Excess have had quite a lot of songs played on TV recently. And I, I think the world in the last five years is probably watching more Netflix and you know, type of home digital services and going to the movies these days. And yeah. in excess of playing a very, very large part in some of these TV shows that people love and enjoy. Now, the next guest tonight needs no introduction, so I'll simply tell you his name by the world's greatest invention, the theremin. Here it is. Michael Hutchins, there you are. 
such a great show. Thank you for being part of this it great show. It is a great show. show. It's, uh, one of the reasons it's a great show is because you're here. You're just yes, part right. of the whole great show thing. <laughs> I'm trying to do that great show thing. But yeah, TV. It's really taken off, hasn't it? Especially with Netflix, like you said. Yeah. Absolutely. So we might we might start with Carrie Ann. Uh, I do want to mention number three there. There's a song we haven't uh, mentioned today, but was played on a very sort of a famous late 90s show that uh, a lot of sort of 40-year-olds uh, now would probably look back fondly on. But uh, what's number three on Carrie Ann's list? Um, it was elegantly wasted on Dawson's Creek. Now, time coding Carrie Ann, series one, episode eight. So how cool is that? She's even time-coded, fam. <laughs> so if you want to go back and, and see it, I don't know the scene or where it's there or whether Dawson uh, is getting a love bite from Katie Holmes or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was uh, Series 1, Episode 8, Elegantly Wasted, uh, Dawson's Creek. All right, moving along. Uh, what about number nine, B? Do you know this show? I don't, know. One Tree Hill. Yeah, there's a U2 Hill. song called One Tree Hill, but it's nothing to do with that. But uh, yeah. Series 5, Episode 12, Never Tear Us Apart, One Tree Hill. Never seen the show. I do know a little bit of it seeing advertised, mm. but I think it's an American show. Worth going uh, so Series 5, Episode 12, it, uh, Never Tear Us Apart. Uh, moving along, what about uh, number 14? Do you ever watch this show? No, I don't watch TV. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, Never Tear Us Apart Again and Revenge. Yeah, so uh, me and my partner at the time, we watched Revenge for the first couple of seasons and then it got a bit silly. Uh, but uh, according to Kerry Ann on her overall list uh, she's put down, Series 2, Episode 2, Never Tear Us Apart plays a role on that show. So, again, thank you for the time coding and for the uh, very keen uh, people to go back and check it out. But that uh, was one from Carrie Ann. Uh, another one that came through. Now, I think this one came through from Laurie in Chicago and Carrie Ann and a couple of others. But uh, cool name for a show and the most appropriate song. Can you mention uh, this one? I think it's oh, listed as 21 on here. I just adore this man, though. He is hot. <laughs> right. Okay. And it was Devil Inside and Lucifer. What show, an Lucifer. amazing. Do you ever watch it? I've seen the ads and I find <gasps> him funny. He's You've got, got to it, watch. Yeah. I mean, they're old now. And yeah. Yeah. Really, 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 really good. Okay. But, yeah, so the show's Lucifer, which uh, has had quite a, a fan uh, sort of uh, uh, response around the world, and Series 1, Episode 10, Devil Inside. Mm. All right, uh, another show. Um, have you seen this show before? I think it's on Netflix, Black Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a sort of a bit of a hodgepodge of different stories, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's been some very sort Weird of interesting. There's been some interesting ones. Um, I'll just mention the word pig. I'll leave it at that. Uh, so I'm not going to go further. Uh, but Carrie Ann's come up with one on Black Mirror. Uh, so season, th season three, episode four, uh, Need You Tonight. Yeah, okay. Uh, so thank you, Carrie Ann, for that. I might have to go and watch that one. Yeah. Uh, if I could share some from Laurie. Now, Laurie has <laughs> sent me these. I did have to have a laugh. Okay. She sent <laughs> me the video. She's a good girl, isn't she? Oh, she sent me the video. Too. Wow. Huh? A video too. Yeah. So it's the show Beavis and Butthead. Oh, God. <laughs> and the song is Devil Inside. And oh. they... Look, they take the piss out of Australians. It's 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 a very old episode, but they're like, <laughs> yeah, Australian <laughs> crocodiles, yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and they just 
you know, these guys are like from Austria or something, you know, like that crocodile dude. dude she, Laurie sent me the quotes as well as the video. So, uh, she did preface it by saying I'm a little obsessive. <laughs> uh, so Beavers and Butthead uh, is very, very good. It's uh, Devil Inside and... Uh, uh, there were not one, but two episodes of Beavers and Butthead, maybe where the, the show was in. Uh, she sent me another one from uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So full version. So uh, might be that extraordinary Zoe show, et cetera, there. But Need You Tonight or the full version, I think he's on that particular uh, episode, which uh, I think, according to Laurie, um, two characters on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist sang Need You Tonight in the episode for Zoe's birthday party. She has sent a YouTube link. We might better share that on our community so we can put that up. Uh, Never Tear Us Apart was included in an episode of the Netflix uh, series Umbrella Academy, Run Boy Run 2019. So I think that uh, came from uh, Laurie and Kerri-Ann. Uh, New Sensation was in an episode of Mr. Robot, uh, episode yeah. three. Actually, it might be it's either episode three, series one, or the other way around. But uh, uh, Mr. Robot was quite a popular show for people. The movie ones, we've had those ones already, which is pretty cool. I've got Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. What's that? Yeah, so I think the movie uh, Patriot Games with Harrison Ford, Mr. Excitement, um, oh. they, they've had a TV show where I think Emily Blunt's husband, who made that show or movie, the Quiet Place, whatever there, okay. the sequel has come out. Um, yeah. He's in the Jack uh, Ryan sort of TV show there. So also two from Laurie, uh, the Umbrella Academy, she put down the Palamo Faith cover, not the original. So um, Palamo Faith has done Never Tear Us Apart, so I don't know whether it's in that show or not. But um, yeah. uh, some good additions on some of the TV stuff. This A couple others from Ke- oh, Ke- oh, yeah. oh, sorry, you, you go. See, you see number 29 and number 30 by Carrie Ann. Yes, read those out. Well, you read the map. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> there, I, I do know this show. I actually watched the series Wonderlust. Okay, oh, that's yeah. Something about me. Tell, uh, me what, tell me about yeah, that. What's that that's, about? That's Tony Collette, the Australian actress, playing oh. um, a British uh, character who's a therapist and she's married to a guy and she, she's having marriage problems with him, but there she's giving sort of, you know, marriage advice, relationship advice out. So okay. I think that's the Wonderlust show, series one, episode four, Need You Tonight. Yeah. The next show I have Watch seen. Watch this Wonderlust. Well, <laughs> but this is not what it sounds like, listeners. This is, yeah, right. This is not a sexy show. The, show's, the show is called Sex Education, <laughs> series one, episode five, New Sensation. It is a very, very fun show. All right. Gillian Anderson from uh, Mulder and Scully fame, uh, The X-Files. Yeah. She plays a therapist, <laughs> uh, a therapist or a teacher and her son is at school where she does the teaching and things or therapy as things as well. And then he's got a mate who's, who's gay and it's set in the beautiful uh, uh, Welsh town, albeit it's playing off to be England, but I think it's set and filmed in Wales in these beautiful sort of hilly areas. Uh, it's a really funny show. It's okay. a comedy show. And he he goes to school and starts giving sort of relationship advice after getting it from his mum. <laughs> and, and he starts selling it for all the kids at school, like sex advice, like to all the kids at school. And he starts making money, giving sort of consulting advice out and he makes a fortune and it's just all the small town antics, guy likes girl, girl doesn't like guy, girl, girl yeah. likes guy, vice versa. And there's all these interesting characters. It's British. Oh, and okay. It's a, it is a very, on Netflix, It is. I think they've just had a series oh. two come out recently. So mm-hmm. do yourself a favour. Um, 
Uh, another one for Kerry Ann here, The Blacklist. Uh, quite a popular show. Uh, James Spader from Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Uh, series six, episode 19, Never Tear Us Apart. Gets a bit uh, of a, a I really like that TV series, actually. I enjoyed that. Which one? The Blacklist. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Preacher. There's a show called Preacher, Series 4, Episode 6, New Sensation, which is courtesy of Kerry Ann. Thank you for that. Animal Kingdom. Now, Animal Kingdom was a great Australian movie that launched the career internationally of Ben Mendelsohn, uh, probably Joel Edgerton, who's gone on to big things, and, and some other sort of actors as well. Uh, in Animal Kingdom, uh, like everything, uh, Hollywood took the movie from Australia, made it into a sort of a, a Netflix series or maybe a Stan series or whatever there. The main actress in the Australian version is Jackie Weaver, got nominated for an Academy Award. Uh, in the American sort of drama series of this movie, uh, it's Alan Barkin. Angela, she has a very good sort of portrayal of the same sort of role. But in season two, episode one, they play Need You Tonight. So thank you, Kerry ann for that particular one. Anything else that you've got there, B? Any other sort of TV shows that have come across your desk? Because I've got another one or two here from people who have messaged me directly. Who? Who messaged you? Well, Felicia's partner. Hi, Hayden. I said wife before, but it's actually his girlfriend. So I said, hi, Hayden. My girlfriend, Felicia Weary, talked about today's Access All Areas podcast topic regarding in excess songs in movies or TV shows. Here's my list. The songs were in Miami Vice. There oh, you go. Really? I didn't know. You had I sent a message it was in series one, 87, I think. Wow. Uh, three sisters. Three sisters. Here we go. Was in series two, episode 19 of Miami Vice. Oh. There you go. Wow. You could have knocked me over the feather. I Someone to come too. up with the three sisters being in Miami Vice. Yeah. Uh, what You Need from Season 2, Episode 21, I think was there as well. And Listen Like These from Season 3, Episode 4 of Miami Vice. Well, wow. I think Felicia's partner, Hussain, nice. here... Gets around in his spare time in a sort of a, a sort of a, a, a sort of a stubbly sort of a, a business jacket with uh, white white sort of uh, chinos and pastel shoes, uh, doing his best Don Johnson impersonation. So, thank you, Hussein, and thank you, Felicia, for uh, sharing that. I have a renewed interest now of going back and watching and some Miami Vice episodes. Me too. Yeah. So, but you know, Miami Vice was a show that had a lot of music attached to it, a lot of soundtrack stuff. Stuff, a lot of you know bands attach music to it, so I never knew NXS had that much stuff in there. So uh, thank you, uh, Hussein, for 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 that. Yeah, thank you very much for that research. Uh, I guess the other thing we sort of mentioned a few a couple of months ago was that I guess bands now through not only just uh, films and through TV, they are licensing some licensing songs out, you know, for TV ads and things like that. And again, I think there's sort of two ways you can do it. I think um, uh, an artist like Moby around the year 2000 when he had the album Play come out, um, he had, you know, it was like eight or nine singles off that album and it was a beautiful and fantastic album. Uh, he copped a lot of uh, pushback because some of those songs were licensed into car, you know, commercials like for BMW and different things like that. Um, um, look, artists these days have less revenue streams available than they used to have. 
you know, music doesn't sell anywhere near as much as it used to, you know, in terms of just the, you know, purchasing of an album. Uh, years and years ago, it might have taken in Australia 50,000, 100,000, um, you know, albums to hit number one in a week. Now it's probably 5,000. So there's less money coming into the artists now from record sales or CD sales or downloads. Um, so I guess they have to look at different ways to create revenue streams. There's some bands out there who never license anything and are very staunch. Um, uh, a band like ACDC, only just, I think, in the last 12 months have actually released some of their stuff digitally, you know, through uh, iTunes and stuff like that. They hold off for a very long time. The Beatles held off for a very long time. Um, and I guess in a way, demand and supply, you know, meant yeah. that they're able to come up with something. Mm. Um, I think in excess over their career, there's been a couple of times where I think they released some stuff in ads where I was a bit like, well, why do they do that? You know, number one, they had a by my side for a, uh, an NRMA sort of insurance ad in, in New South Wales, car insurance, home insurance. And I was like, really, you know, yeah. um, that could have been avoided. Um, I think also they had a uh, uh, new sensation on one of sort of the uh, Kmart ads or something like that as well, a couple of years ago. So, you know, as a fan, I didn't really like that. Um, however, recently, you know, with the pandemic and things like that, they did attach what you need to that really cool Virgin ad. Um, yeah. And they did it in a way because it's about, you know, community and getting people flying and travelling again and, um, you know, had a great film clip with a little girl in it. Mm -hmm. They've just done the licensing arrangement with um, uh, Baker Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I got his name right today. He did. <laughs> um, and, you know, for that particular video type of uh, creation and initiative and things. Mm. So I think bands can do some of these things smartly uh, that enhance their brand and don't detract from it. I, I hate hearing Fleetwood Mac go your own way on the car ad. It was a song I love, but now I, I've got to put up with a car ad. You can go your own way. And I'm just like, really? You know, um, I think Sweet Dreams is on a car ad as well or something like that. Mm. Um, so I don't like it, you know, um, and I, I, I think back to the Doors movie where, you know, the band are seeing sort of, you know, one of their songs sort of portrayed in a cartoon ad or something like that. And they're like, yeah. really? Like it's come to this? Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, licensing things out to, to ads, you've got to be quite careful what you do. And even to a degree, movies and TV shows, it's got to sort of be enhancing to the band's standing. So, you know, NXS haven't always got that right, but I think, um, you know, I don't begrudge a band doing that stuff these days, but do it tastefully, do it smartly and do it so that it's enhancing, not detracting. That's exactly right. Okay. Um, but what we thought we would do at the end of the show today, we will go out with a little bit of a six-song montage. We won't mention them now, but we will go out a little bit of a montage of some songs that we think uh, uh, reflect the uh, the mood piece of some things. Uh, we are going to include a couple of Michael songs on it. So um, I'll mention them towards the end of the show, but we would like to give a bit of acknowledgement to Michael's solo stuff. There's a couple of songs, B, that uh, we haven't mentioned yet, but um, he did sing the song called The Passenger on the Batman Forever yes. CD, which was a really, uh, I think, the third Batman sort of movie that came out in the 90s. And you 2 had one of the Spearhead songs off that. I think Kiss from a Rose from Seal was on that. It was a pretty big soundtrack. And Michael mm -hmm. did uh, The Passenger, which was an Iggy Pop song. 
Uh, Michael uh, did Rooms for the Memory off the Dogs in Space soundtrack, uh, which we've sort of highlighted sort of before in past episodes, but we're going to do a little bit of a clip at the end of the show with that added in. Yeah. Uh, we'd also like to give acknowledgement to a song called Speed Kills, which is a really good song when you play it a couple of times and listen to it. Uh, famous Australian band called Cold Chisel, main sing- singer Jimmy Barnes and songwriter Don Walker. Uh, Don was quite enamoured with Michael's vocals, so he said, oh, do you want to come and sing this? This is not really a Jimmy song. Come and sing this for a, a movie soundtrack in Australia called Freedom, which was a 1982 movie about a guy, I think he steals a Porsche and gets, you know, tracks the girl, gets the girl and takes off and things like that, and it's a really, really good movie at the time. But uh, the song called Speed Kills was a Michael uh, and Don Walker contribution. Uh, for that soundtrack. So we're going to just advance knowledge, put those on at the end uh, and add a bit of Michael's stuff in. Uh, but can you uh, can you add the passenger in as well? We'll yeah. put that in too. Noted. Uh, yeah, so we'll add that one in as well too. Um, so uh, those with all a couple of other nuggets and things like that, uh, we will put on the end as a bit of a montage um, and say thank you in excess for sharing the love and the music uh, across different platforms. Sometimes these are the ways that, you know, yeah. I guess newer fans get to hear them, don't they? That's exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. Some some people don't get to hear the albums or yeah. or listen to the radio, and this is the way they'll hear them. It's a different um, way of listening to music, isn't it? And yeah. getting the soundtracks of these re- albums. Because um, Excess were never really a genre band, like we're heavy metal or we're just funk. I mean, mm. Excess a lot of their material sounds really fresh, even 30 years later. So there are a lot of people discovering the band, and we've got some patrons who are under 25 years of age who have probably found out about the band either through the miniseries or through movies or TV shows, and and they've joined the dots. So, um, look, anytime we can get their songs out there in the right area, you know, it's definitely encouraged. But, uh, B, thank you for being on today uh, on this particular topic. I've enjoyed it. Uh, And thank you to all the people who participated throughout the last week. Um, you just proved there's so much stuff out there that, that mm. we don't know everything, of course, um, and we really appreciate uh, a lot of new engagers uh, sharing some stuff with us. Uh, I know I'm going to be watching a bit of Miami Vice in the next week. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Sex yeah. education? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go through the whole list starting from number Wonderlust. one. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Hey, this is David from Derby. Hi, this is Katie from England. G'day, it's Paul from Sydney. Hi, this is Ella from the Netherlands. This is Dr. Jim and that's a wrap. All right, well, that's a wrap. Episode 53, sort of almost locked and loaded, but uh, we always like to sort of give acknowledgement to fan engagement, although we did a fair bit in the topic today. But, um, uh, you know, with people uh, sending in their uh, music requests for movies and TV. But uh, I guess also throughout the week, there's been different people communicating on all the platforms. Uh, so maybe share away. Okay, I'd like to say a big thank you um, to, and hello to Steve Gregory. Steve Gregory is, um, have you seen any of his edits, Steve Gregory? I think so, yes, yes. Yeah, really, really cool edits that he's doing for Hutch Nation and he's done a few for us on um, our In Excess Access All Areas. I really want to get him involved in doing some stuff for our website. So lovely guy, um, had a little chat with him. So hi, Steve, love you to become a patron one day and then um, through the website we've got um, Brett Williams and a big hello to Debbie I think I sent you that message from Debbie yep. today didn't I yep. Yep. Um, Cherie 
hello to Cherie and Bob, Martin, and um, you've both been really good in sending me uh, memories about your original sin moments as well. So thank you for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I might actually say a couple of thank yous as well, but I don't normally get involved on this topic, but thank you to Katie Louise from England for accidentally ringing me on Messenger. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe she uh, wanted to ring through with her, her band request or movie or whatever, but um, uh, acknowledged and uh, it's good to know that you're still listening and things as well, uh, which is pretty cool. Also, a big thank you to uh, Felicia and her husband or partner, uh, Hussain, uh, who was sending lots of information through for the topics and things throughout the week. And uh, uh, also Nadine, who's, uh, uh, thank you for the uh, invite to the pumpkin group. I got invited into a, a pumpkin club uh, called Pumpkin Parcel Sense. Okay. I haven't joined just yet, uh, but I'm considering it, Nadine. So thank you for <laughs> contacting me about that. Um, and your thank yous for our birthday and things as well. That's much acknowledged. And Nadine has a very famous last name. Her last name is Hutchins. No yeah. relation. So no uh, relation. very prolific in communicating and, and a, a great part of sort of our community as well. Uh, I know Laurie as well uh, <laughs> uh, sent me some interesting beavers and butthead stuff. Pretty cool. And uh, uh, also really a big thank you out. I know, B, you're sh- uh, flashing a uh, gift we got up to me. Uh, on the screen, which is a, a birthday card um, that really makes bad uh, podcast material, but we might post it, but it was a 12-month uh, sort of one-year-old birthday, and it's a picture or of us, both the two of us, like as avatars, uh, above the kick album and uh, the lovely big thing inside. So we might post that up just as a, as a heartfelt thank you to uh, Ella, uh, I believe. Is that right, uh, B? Yeah, a beautiful card from, from Ella arrived yeah. today from the Netherlands. So if, yeah. uh, thank you very much, Ella. You're an absolute sweet sweetheart thank you and How she's cool. now on facebook she's come away from instagram and she's with us on fa- facebook facebook How cool, How cool. <laughs> and oh. lovely are dutch people oh they're the best yeah they are the best yeah and yeah. naughtiest and funniest <laughs> <laughs> love and them. have great great accents and a great sense of humor and they love to travel oh they're just yeah. wonderful people yeah all right. Okay. Well, moving along, uh, just to sort of wind things up a little bit, I spoke uh, a little bit earlier about, you know, not far away from the 30th anniversary of Live Baby Live. So we're really pumped about that episode. And also with our next Zoom call that we're going to be doing very soon with our newer patrons and things. And we've had um, me. Yeah, but look, as a bit of an exit out today, what we thought we would do was a good old montage of uh, five or six songs that probably represented in excess in film, uh, particularly uh, that sort of resonates over time. And um, I guess, as we said earlier, our topic did cover a little bit of solo stuff. We thought we would, you know, a gift to Michael, uh, allow his uh, solo stuff, film and stuff to be uh, entered in as well. Uh, On our exit out today, we're going to hear a little bit of a montage of Do What You Do from Pretty in Pink, Keep the Peace from Beverly Hills Cop 3, uh, Speed Kills from the uh, movie Freedom that Michael uh, sung as solo, Born to be Wild from Reckless Kelly, uh, Rooms for the Memory from Dogs in Space, uh, and the good old good times, uh, probably the most iconic movie song uh, from uh, The Lost Boys. So, uh, B, it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from B. And I'm also going to add on to the end there, The Passenger by Michael um, from the movie Batman Forever. Love you forever, guys. Bye.